Girl, Your Journey Starts Here focuses on helping women in business master their mental health and entrepreneurship. Hosted by Olivia B. Shepard, Transformation Biz Coach, this podcast presents the best content on business, self-development, mental health, and self-care. Based on a completely different approach than other similar podcasts, Olivia also narrates how this content applies to womanhood, feminism, and everything in between. With Olivia, you will have your moment of transformation no matter where you are in your life. Happy Friday, happy Friday, and long time no hear from. I took a little break the rest of July because I didn't have anything to talk about, even though I did, but I just wasn't kind of feeling getting on my podcast, Um, and it's okay to do that, and once I get into today's topic, we'll talk about that, but no, I just wasn't feeling it. Um, Not that anything was wrong per se. But there are times when I just, I'm just like, you know, I just don't want to do it. So I just said, you know what, I'm going to take the rest of July off. And that's what I did. But guess what, baby? I am back. I am so glad to be here. Thank you all um, for tuning in to this week's episodes. If you are a new subscriber, thank you, thank you, thank you. If you are a returning listener, I love you all and thank you for always continuously listening to to continue to listen to the podcast. Um, I am Olivia B. Shepard, your transformation and biz coach. And I think now I'm going to start to add motivational speaker to my repertoire. Okay. <laughs> but I'll get into that too um, later on in the show. So what's good with everybody? I hope everybody had a great July. I did and I didn't, you know, things have gone over rye in my life um these last eight months and I'm not sure what's going on but I am praying that things will get better so um I just you know just take it one day at a time just one day at a time so let's jump into today's topic letting go of shame and guilt and for the reason I the reason I wanted to talk about this topic was because there is a lot of shame and guilt that goes along with having mental illness. And what I found so much is what I found a lot was that people who shame you for having mental illness um it's because they don't understand it. And so you walk around, I walk around with the shame of it. So you don't want to talk about it as much because you don't want people to think that you're attention seeking or that you're making, <clears throat> excuse me, that you're making excuses for not being productive. Um, I know that too, from my own experiences, most of us who do take medications for our illnesses, we we tend to, we have a tendency to, you know, get those side effects, which makes and my side effects from the medicines that I take, and and, and, this, and this could just be in general for those of you all who suffer chronically, like I do. You're just exhausted. You're just exhausted. Your brain is tired. You're tired. You're wired. Your your brain is always going when other people's other people's brains are like you know, wind it down for the night, that's when hours start. 
So by the time the next day rolls around, you didn't get enough sleep. So you're exhausted all day. So you're lounging around, you're laying around. Sometimes I fully take off my clothes and get my butt in the bed at two o'clock in the afternoon, three o'clock in the afternoon. I don't care. I do that, you know, but the shame and the guilt that I carry from it makes me have to drag around life feeling exhausted. And when I say the shame and guilt, I mean the fact that my husband doesn't understand mental illness. He he just doesn't flat out understand it. Um, his biggest thing is you can pretty much snap out of anything and you can just go on about your life. That's just how life is. So what I found myself doing when now that I am retired and that I do sit home sometimes, now, with me being a coach, which with me being, you know, doing my T-shirts, with the fact that I do run, do the podcast, with, you know, me doing mentoring, you know, things like that, I could do all of that stuff from my phone in my bed. That's the luxury of this particular business. Whereas when I was cleaning, I, could have to, I had to get up and go. So he saw me going to work and that, that made it look like I was being productive. But see, again, since he doesn't really understand the coaching world, the, you know, the t-shirt world, he doesn't understand social media. He doesn't realize that I can sit in my bed at two o'clock in the afternoon with my night clothes on and work from my bed. Okay. I don't have to be around at my computer all times of the day because the work that I can do, I can do from the phone or my iPad. So I started to feel kind of funny. So I would get, I'm, I'm, you know, was getting up at six o'clock in the morning to walk the dog. Now I know that I didn't sleep well. I know that I actually just went back to sleep 30 minutes prior to the time that I had to get up because I had went to sleep early, stayed awake all night. Now I'm getting up 30 minutes. I just went to sleep in a good sleep at five 30. Now it's six o'clock. So I'm jumping up out of that good sleep to go walk my dog. So now I'm exhausted. And if I don't have anything to do, if I don't have t-shirts to do that day, if I don't have a live on my agenda, if I don't have a client to talk to, I'm pretty much just like chilling. You know, I'm doing work behind the scenes, but I can do that in about an hour or so, but then I can go back and take a nap. But I was starting to feel the shame of that and the guilt of it. And because I wasn't getting up to go put on my pleasurable cleanings uniform to go outside he didn't think I was being productive. So he would say things like, you know, you, you're going to just sleep all day. You're not going to get up. And I'm like, okay, dude, you know, first off, if you're here to watch me, why the hell are you not working? Okay. Now y'all do know that my husband's a truck driver and he's an owner operator. So he's looking for loads. Now I feel like, okay, you're a truck driver. You can take any load. I mean, this, that's just my situation. Yes, I do understand this load doesn't pay this and that load. Less. Okay, well, then just like how you have the, the, the pleasure of sitting on your butt to find a good load, I have the pleasure of sitting on mine to find my clients online. You know, it's the same thing. But because none of them, him or anybody else probably doesn't understand what I go through, I walk around with the shame and the guilt. So I am now adding shame and guilt also to self-doubt, um, you know, worthlessness, 
hopelessness. I'm adding, I'm adding all of those things now to my, to my mind, to my body, because I'm still trying to, you know, look the part. And I, you know, and I made a, and I made a comment the other day on my, I made a post the other day on my Facebook page and um, it was an affirmation. Y'all know how much I love, love, love affirmations. And it said, I lay down the heavy weight of, of doubt, shame, guilt, and embarrassment. And I do because I should not have to feel guilty for the fact that I am sick. And just because you, he doesn't see it, he doesn't understand it. Then I should have to change my routine. And that's what I want to talk to you all about. If you are dealing with mental health issues, if you are depressed and you don't have to actually be diagnosed per se, but if you are dealing with depression and anxiety, you know how exhausting your body can be. So when you are laying around the house, you know, even my son had said past uh, Saturday past and I wasn't feeling my best. As a matter of fact, I had a little mental breakdown back here uh, today. Well, um, it's Friday. So the on Thursday, um, I was triggered by some news and I just had an awful, awful, awful day. Well, last Saturday, I actually was having an awful month and that Saturday, um, I just, I was in the bed. It was about 12 o'clock that, in that afternoon. I had already got up. I had already did everything I needed to do, but I just like, you know, I'm going to lay back down because I do work. I did work a lot that week. So I don't have any place to go. You know, we're back into COVID again. So if I do go someplace, he's complaining about that again, because basically, you know, if it's so funny because it's like, okay, you keep ripping and running out there. And then if I am sitting home, then it's basically you're lazy. You know, so, you know, I, I, I can't freaking win. Well, my son was just like, you know, and he kind of was talking to me and I kind of just started sounding different because I started crying and he was just like, well, get up and go somewhere, go do something, go do this. And I said, you know, son, I really wish it was that easy because they don't understand. So now I am also wearing the shame and the guilt and the embarrassment from my son as well, because I, he knows me as this vibrant, you know, mom who goes every place and who's doing things, but I'm no longer that person. And it's not that I'm not the vibrant mom and the, and the dresser and, and the one that's the life of the party anymore, but things have changed in my life. And these last eight months have been, have taken a toll on me. And I like to say that I have I cope better than going down the route I used to go down where I was drinking all the time and I was drunk half the time and I was starting confusion and I'm arguing with everybody and I'm going to jail. You know, it's so funny. They they don't they they don't they don't remember they remember those times. They don't applaud me for not doing it. But if I did it, then they say, Well, you didn't you never stopped. And I'm like, damn, it's been a what, two or three years I haven't been to jail. But if I started to back up that one time, you can best believe they would think you never stop. So I'm walking around with the shame and the guilt and the embarrassment that I feel because they don't understand who I am and they don't understand the illness, you know, and I I like to think, you know, and my husband already gave me a glimpse of what would happen if I actually needed him for cancer or something, because when I had my knee surgery, you know, he didn't cook for me. He didn't, all he did was give me Captain Crunch. That was it. 
Like he literally, I'm telling you, like I had to literally call my mom and everybody else like to bring me food because he was not a good caretaker to me. So I dread if I had to suffer from cancer because these are the things that he flees from. He, he doesn't want anything to do with this because he thinks that everybody walks around healthy, including him. So he never goes to the doctor. So at this point, me suffering from mental health issues, it's just nothing to him. And it's nothing to my son. And it's nothing to people who don't understand it. So I wear the guilt and the shame and the embarrassment because now I feel like I am less of a person. You know, I now feel like I'm not as successful as I think I am. Now, these are my thoughts. You know, you listening to the sound of my voice may say, Olivia, lady, oh, you are successful. But now that I have heard so much in my own home that I'm not successful, that, you know, because they manage, they measure success by the money you have or, you know, but I like to think that I'm successful because I actually get up and do a podcast. Something these two jokers would never do. You know, I'm, I think that I'm successful if I do a YouTube channel. Something these two jokers would never do. You know, so I had to, I have to learn that I am successful in my own right. And just because I lay down, just because I go to sleep, doesn't mean that I'm not successful. I think that I'm successful because I'm fighting and battling this brain every single freaking day. Yes, I pray. Yes, I do. I use my coping skills, but it is very hard. And for those of you all who are listening to me who don't deal with mental health issues because you don't understand, you go back and look at the actor Robin Williams. Go, matter of fact, go look up celebrities who died from suicide. Just think about this. These were people that were highly successful in their careers. You know, I love to bring up Kate Spade. We all love Kate Spade, um, us ladies. She was at the height of her, her, her career. She had a 12-year-old daughter and a husband, a beautiful apartment. You know, I mean, a loft, because she lived in New York, I think, and it was a loft. So, you know, something grand and expensive. It didn't freaking matter. Her brain eventually took her out. So for those of you all who just absolutely cannot wrap your mind around what you can't see, doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So go look up those celebrities. Go look up celebrities, period. Marilyn Monroe. Okay. Um, it was it's the other girl. I can't think of her name right now. And she was also a Playboy Playboy bunny. And she had uh twelve she had a baby when she committed suicide. Um God I can't Anna Nicole. Anna Nicole Smith. Um, she committed suicide. She was a Playboy bunny. She had this glorious life, but when her son couldn't cope. And he, he actually has, he committed suicide too. And of course that was being her first child. She committed suicide right behind him, leaving all of her um, money and a little girl. It was because she isn't, and, 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 and please church folk, please stop judging people. It's not demons because you don't suffer from it. There is nothing in the Bible that says anything about your mind being a demon. 
So if you are belonging to a church when they and they are preaching things like you have, you get rid of that demon in your body and the demon. Then I suggest you leave that church. I'm I'm sorry, because everybody suffers from something. There are pastors that suffer from mental health issues. All of you all love Joyce Myers. She has beat depression. Yes, she has, but it didn't mean she didn't suffer. Remember, she was just like me. She was molested and raped by her father, just like me. Okay, so before you all continue to judge what you don't understand, educate yourself. Educate yourself so that you can understand what we are going through. Your your sister is going through. The lady down the street is going through. Your, the, the woman in your next cubicle or your your spouse, your sister, your brother. Learn what this is because just because you can't see it on us doesn't mean it doesn't exist. And for my fellow sufferers, stop feeling guilty for having to fight. Stop explaining to them because you're not obligated anymore to explain to them what's going on with you. I know that the other day I was crying and, and, and that's another thing. I cry a lot when I'm going through, you know, my 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 time and I my husband caught me crying the other day he was just like what's wrong with you non the nastiness of it and I said nothing and I said that twice and he took it and he was just like and he got he sat in the recliner and when I said no when I said nothing twice and he just walked up not everything is going to be okay I know I don't know what's bothering you, but it's going to be all right. None of that. None of that. And walked away. And so we had the conversation about a fact this morning. You know, his biggest thing is, well, you, how are you? You're, you're, something's wrong with you. How are you going to tell, how are you going to coach other people? Something's wrong with you. Just nonchalantly says it like that. There's something wrong with you. Yeah, there is something wrong with me, but it has a name. It's called mental illness. That's what's wrong with me. And because they don't understand it doesn't mean we are obligated anymore to explain it to them. I'm not obligated. I'm not going to say you're not going to ask me what's wrong with me in a nasty tone for me to explain what's going on with me for you to also dismiss it. I wasn't going to tell him and pour out my heart to him when he dismisses it. He would never understand that there are days I can be walking around here beautiful in makeup and looking just, just, as, just as, as normal as ever. And then I break down. I, I like to always tell the story when I got my bachelor's degree that, like I said, I, I graduated that morning. My friends were there. We were all cute. We were all in my purple for the school colors. You know, I was doing living out my dream this year. This was in 2016. I got my bachelor's degree. I was pretty, had on a brand new dress. I, you couldn't tell me anything, got my robe on, you know, I got my degree in my hand. Blah, blah, blah. We went to go eat breakfast. You know, I got a table full of people, you know, telling me how proud they are of me. And as soon as I got home, took that new dress off, those new shoes, wiped all that makeup off my face, pulled that hair up, put a scarf on and went to bed. I told you, you know, for those of you all have heard the story, 
I, everybody was calling me like, girl, we're not going to celebrate your graduation. Girl, we ain't going for drinks. Girl, let's go for drinks. I was broken into two. I literally sat down in my bed and I laid there and I cried. Now, just think, I just had accomplished something that I didn't think I ever was going to be able to accomplish after dropping out of school, after becoming a teenage mom, not going to college. I literally just had accomplished this big, huge thing, and I couldn't even keep it together. So it doesn't really matter how you walk around looking or what you accomplish if you are battling this disease. And it's taking out people faster than it has in a long time. See, now everybody is just walking around one day and then they're committing suicide. That doesn't make them bad people. You don't know what it's like to want, not want this brain. You don't know what it's like to have to get up every morning and have to replay the same life that you, you want to get away from. And it does, sometimes it doesn't matter if I have the car, the house, the home. It doesn't really matter. You don't understand how it works. But for those of you who suffer, stop feeling guilty about what you are diagnosed with. Stop being ashamed and embarrassed of being sick. Because just like people with cancer, you have an illness too. Again, I like to tell people you all will, you think just because someone is going through cancer and they, and they, they have to shave their hair. Well, people who suffer from mental health issues lose their hair too. Some of us, uh, some of us get fat. Some of us can barely eat. Some of us have chronic pain. Some of us don't have any pain at all, but you're still exhausted all the time. I know from experience that I experience pain, hair loss, exhaustion. Sometimes I am so exhausted and chronically hurting that I'm popping on top of the pills that I take for my mental health. The I'm popping my, my mental illness. I'm popping Advils, Aleves, anything to, 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 to numb the pain of my body aching. Because sometimes my body just ate because of stress. And all the guilt that we told around. See, that stuff is heavy. And look, sis, you don't have to keep, keep toting that burden. It's too heavy for you. You need to lay that down. Because you are not responsible for what other people think about you and your illness. I don't care who it is. You don't have to be ashamed of the tears that you might, that might flow when you go in the bathroom, when you're in the shower, at the dinner table. You don't have to be embarrassed because you feel like you're not successful or no, because you're not, not, you're not as successful as what other people think success is. See, you are successful in your own right, but just because you lay down more than others doesn't make you not successful either. Hell, I see people who do shit all day and ain't still and ain't doing and you can do stuff all day long and you still don't get nothing done. Believe me, I see it in my household. I see it around me. I know people who got who stay up all day, got so much stamina, can't take a nap, can't do this, and ain't doing nothing. 
So stop comparing yourself to other people who are successful. You are successful in your own right. And don't let anybody demean you or tell you that. I know my husband said today, you know, you're not a a success because you're not where you want to be. I am technically where I want to be in certain places. But I have way a lot way to go. Doesn't make you not successful. And like I explained to him, same thing I teach to my clients. If you don't celebrate the small steps, you are never going to get to the big steps. Because if you think that, you know, like me, just because I have maybe 12,000, uh, what uh, I got, I think I got like 1,200 downloads or listens on one of my channels on my podcast, that's a success. Not because it's not global and worldwide yet. But guess what? Little old me got that many downloads on my iTunes, on my anchor channel. Little old me sitting in this, in this, in this, in my office, my home office, recording the podcast. That is success. So don't let anybody demean you. You are already carrying the burden of our illness. But don't continue to carry around the burden of shame, guilt, doubt, and embarrassment. Because you have nothing to be embarrassed about. I have nothing to be embarrassed about. Yes, I cry sometimes. Sometimes all day long. Sometimes my my breakdowns last all day. I can't get anything done. And then I go to bed. So, it doesn't make you any less than somebody who stays up all damn day and don't get nothing done. There are days that I can conquer the world. There are days that I can go do a deep clean, come back home, clean my own house, um, do a podcast, do a live, put out content. Y'all see, y'all think it's easy putting out that content every day on my social media pages? I have people that come to me and say, well, I don't know what to put out. I don't know what to say. I am absolutely a success at putting out content. But guess what? There are people who can't even do that. There are people who don't know what to post or what to say on Instagram or Facebook. I'm a success at that. For those of you all who saw the pictures of me being my first vendor, I did not know what a vendor included. I mean, I saw tables of people doing it. I didn't know how easy it might have been to put that stuff together or how hard it would have been. You know, thank you to my best friend who, you know, will, who he doesn't care. Let me tell y'all something. If you don't have family that care about you, you better get you a friend like mine. Y'all stop trying to say that family has to be who you need to be around because that's not freaking true. My mother wasn't there. My daddy wasn't there. My sister wasn't there. My niece wasn't there. None of my cousins. I only had one cousin that was there and that was by chance because she didn't even know I was going to be there. But guess who was there? My friend who was rooting me on, who was proud of me, who was telling me that I was absolutely amazing. Not to mention I'm so amazing. They invited me back to speak again and I get to do another vendor ha 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 so I I was a success at it see you think I think they think because my husband's a big YouTuber so when he see people on YouTube he thinks that they're a success but he didn't see how they got there 
See, that's what I have to teach a lot of my clients. Stop looking at what people don't tell you. Stop looking at what people don't tell you on Facebook or YouTube. They are only showing you right now that they, what they're saying is, let me teach you how to get a thousand in one day. Let me teach you how to get 30 million in two days. But they're not telling you, well, before I could do this, I was doing this. I was low. My bank account was low. I only had $2 to my name. You never really hear them stories. So people sometimes, you know, so people think that, and, of course, and my parent and my husband thinks that people just wake up and be a success. Some people do get lucky that way, but not all the time. So stop feeling bad. Stop feeling guilty. Stop feeling like you're not successful because you're battling something that most people wouldn't even be able to handle. Yes, there are people who battle, battle cancer that work too, that keep going. I keep going. You keep going. But every disease is different. But you don't have to continue to follow, to do what everybody else is doing. You do what's best for you because that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Even if your kids don't get it, even if your children don't understand, and they are grown children, you're not obligated to continue to explain that to them. You're not obligated to do that. Because you're going to spend your entire life trying to explain, explain, explain something that they would never understand. And when you start your healing journey, you're going to have to leave some of that stuff alone. You're going to have to let that stuff go. You're going to have to let it go. You're going to have to say to yourself, I am no longer going to carry doubt, embarrassment, guilt, and shame around with me when I'm battling so many other things. Let those things go, sis. If the people around you don't understand what's going on, that's their business, not yours. We are already carrying enough. Those five things we can put in the trash. You are successful in your own right. I'm successful in my own right. And you are doing great. Don't let anybody, and that's the thing you all have to get rid of. And I and, and it was hard for me too. That how could my husband, the person that's supposed to love me, my mom, my sister, my dad, my my son, how come the people that's supposed to love me? Don't understand anything about me and about this illness. So for a long time, I, I, I was seeking, you know, for those of you all didn't see my live about seeking the approval from people. Stop doing that. They don't understand. You can't explain it to them. They don't want to know. Keep it moving. I'm never going to, I'm not going to continue to be embarrassed or, or, or feel guilty for going to bed at two o'clock in the afternoon. That's what I want to do. That's what I'm going to do. 
for some reason too, you know, we resort back to like little girls or little, you know, little boys. I would find myself literally knowing that I was exhausted, just trying to stay up so I can look like I was doing something to please him. No, I'm not going to do that. If I feel like I want to go to bed, that's what I'm going to do. And guess what? That's why my brain stays on point. Unlike people who run around here, not taking naps. You know, he, you know, he trips me out and he'll say, well, I can't function. I can't, I can't, um, do two things at once. Yeah. Cause you need to take it behind the sleep, take a nap. It is scientifically proven that you need sleep. It is scientifically proven that you need sleep just because you get up and you don't nap all day. That doesn't make you any different from me who get up and I do nap. I nap to refresh. I'm sorry. If I take a power nap, I feel better. I could be on the computer all day doing content, doing my workbooks, doing all kinds of things. But when my eyes start to get tired, when I can't come up with anything else, I turn off everything. I go lay down. I don't answer my phone. I get my nap in. Well, my power naps used to turn in from, from one, two, three hours. And I'm okay with that. And my phone will ring off the hook. And especially when I was talking to my mom and everybody, they were like, why you didn't answer the phone? Why you didn't answer the phone? Because I'm not, I don't have to. It's not life or death. Ain't nothing wrong with you. You just calling and telling me something stupid that you woke me up out of my sleep for. Same thing with my son. He'd be like, you know, why you didn't answer the phone? What you was doing? You're always going, you're always laying down. And there is nothing that I'm missing. And that's I used to think that I needed to keep the phone on and I needed to talk to everybody and I needed to be on social media. No, you don't. They ain't going to miss you for those three to four hours. Schedule your content and keep it moving. Stop feeling guilty and ashamed and embarrassed because you're not doing how other people are doing. You're not obligated to, to, to function like everybody else. Everybody in our, this world is different. We're all different. That is the beauty of us being who we are. We are uniquely who we are. So lay down the burdens. Let go of all of that weight that you're carrying around. Shame, guilt, doubt, embarrassment. Because there's nothing to be embarrassed about. Because one of these days, mental illness is going to be Roaring its ugly head soon, and everybody, everybody is going to understand that this is a disease that needs to be talked about more, that needs to be in churches. You need to be walking, if you're walking around in pink, you need to be walking around in green for Mental Health Awareness Month. You know, when we started to see the football players, you know, and, and, you know, Bring green out, you know, for their, instead of wearing their pink attire, bring green out. But see, you know, most of them probably, you, you'll have some of them that say that they deal with mental health issues, but it's hard for them to say that. It's hard for people in the NFL right now to say that they have mental health issues because of people like my husband who think that they are weak football players because they, they shouldn't be suffering from that. What the hell does that mean? You know, but again, 
you're not obligated to explain that to them. You're just not obligated. So now you have tons of football players running around here who are mentally ill, who are doing things, getting into trouble, drinking, doing things they have no business, but because they can't talk about their mental illness because of the stigma around, especially our black football players, the stigma around the mental health in the football league, basketball league, baseball league. You can't talk about it because you have people who think that it's such, it's a weakness. So they can't talk about it. So some of them commit suicide. Some of them get in trouble. All because, guess what they're doing? Carrying around the shame, the guilt, the embarrassment, and the doubt. So the next time that you're sitting down and you're sleepy, you're tired, you, you, you put your work away, you don't feel like doing anything, you go to bed early, you got your pajamas on all day, it's okay, sis. It's okay. Don't let anybody tell you different. It's okay. It is okay to just sit down and relax. It's okay. Don't feel guilty about something that the battle that you're fighting that nobody understands. It's not for them to understand. It's for you to get better, to heal, and to keep it moving. Okay? So that's it for this week's episode. You also know that if you need someone to talk to, you don't burden me. You can definitely DM me or send me an email. Or text me for those who are on my text messaging um, morning um, that I, I, I send an inspiration text out or email out every morning. So you have my te- you have my phone number and you have my email address. Don't continue to carry the guilt, the shame, the doubt, the embarrassment alone. If you need coaching, if you need mentoring, I'm right here. Just don't do it alone. I did it alone for a long time. I, I, I isolated myself. I didn't want to burden people either. It does no good. It just keeps those things bottled up in, inside, and then you suffer worse. But stop carrying it around, sis. It's time for you to let it go. Just like how you might have to let go of some people and things that no longer serve you. If they no longer serve you, you have to get rid of it. Stop holding on to people because you think that's what we should be doing. You can start over. I'm going to be able to start over. And I'm, and I'm kind of looking forward to starting over. Because I promise you there's going to be somebody for those of us who are going to go through divorces and to be single ladies again. Guess what? We're just opening up the room for someone else to actually understand. Every girl wants that man that's going to hold her and say, honey, it's going to be okay. And once I get rid of one, I'm opening up the door for other better ones to come through. And that's what you have to want have to understand. When you let go of what's weighing you down, you open up the door for something better. 
You deserve it. I deserve it. And that is it. Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode. I will be back on next Friday. I'm going to record early because I have to drive to Atlanta on next weekend. So I probably will drop the podcast Thursday instead of Friday next week. So if you're li- so don't look for it on Friday. I'll have it out a day earlier on next week because I want I have to drive to Atlanta on um Friday this um next week. So yeah, look for it a day early. But again, if you all are iTunes, don't forget to give us sister five stars. Leave me some likes, leave me some comments on the other platforms wherever you you know, get your podcast, you know, please leave me a comment. Make sure sister gets, you know, up there. But thank you anyway for listening. That that does me all the good that you take the time to listen to my podcast and, you know, understand what I'm trying to say. <laughs> because like I said, I have a lot of people that walk up to me now and I'm like, I heard the podcast. People who I didn't gen- generally think would listen to the podcast. And I'm so excited about that. So until next week, I am praying for you. I am rooting for your success. I am always clapping behind the scenes for you all. Peace and have a great weekend. You've been listening to Girl, Your Journey Starts Here. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Tune in next time for another episode with your host, Olivia B. Shepard. Until then.